Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, and we're going to bring in our partner, of course, host here on VEASAN, betting analyst, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, Morning Bets. Those are the two pods. Now, I encourage you, go to VEASAN.com and get the pods. They're amazing. Josh, 15 minutes in the morning, then the afternoon. What could be better? At Josh underscore insights. You can go to Amazon and get the book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It, we're going to run the board with six wildcard matchups, but... I feel like we have to start here. Josh is from New England. Josh is a Patriots fan. 24 years of Billy B. He bid adieu today. How do you feel? So Patrick, Dustin, I'm all great to be with you. Patrick, it's funny the way your emotions kind of, you know, jump out of you when you least expect it because all year long, I'm like enough of Belichick. He completely has butchered the draft like five straight years. He's made terrible decisions from a personnel standpoint letting go of Jacoby Myers for Juju Smith-Schuster. I'll never get over that. Letting Tom Brady go, never having a replacement plan. His mojo is dried up, basically. So let's get rid of Belichick. He's still a good coach, but I think the GM uh, kind of uh, duties failed him. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I thought it'd be Monday. Didn't happen. Thought it'd be Tuesday. Didn't happen. Wednesday didn't happen. I'm like, Kraft, what are you doing? Make a decision. Then it happens, Patrick. And I'm kind of emotional today. I'm sentimental. I miss him already. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking Donk. about all the great wins, the great games. Uh, I'll be jealous once he has a cutoff hoodie from maybe the Atlanta Falcons or another team. So it's really weird. I-, I-, I wanted him to go. And then when he actually leaves, it's like a part of me is gone. Patrick, he's the only coach I've ever known. I was 12 years old when when Bill Belichick took over. I don't remember football before that. He's given me so many great memories. Again, I think the timing was right. But it's funny. It's like leave, leave, leave. Then he's gone, and I'm like, I wish he was. T- I wish he would stay. D- We've come to the end of the road, Josh. It's just that's the way life works. It's unfortunate, I but it, it, are you? You mentioned Atlanta. We kind of talked earlier. There goes Patrick. I know what he was going to ask you, Josh. He was going to ask you. 
Atlanta seems to be the name being thrown out there. Everyone thought, all the reporters, the insiders, that it was like a sneaky play that Arthur Blank's going to make a move for, for Belichick. So as someone who's watched him, especially closely these last few years without Brady, do you think Atlanta getting Belichick is a winning formula for the Falcons? I think it could be. I mean, number one, the Atlanta Falcons have a pretty good defense. You wouldn't really expect that. You think of the Falcons as like a dome team with a great offense, but their defense has really made strides recently. So he's got a defense ready to go. That's a sweet spot. But then, you know, offensively, you got a, a lot of great weapons. My question would be the quarterback. Now, Belichick is the kind of guy that thinks he do- only needs like a Cam Newton or a rookie Mac Jones to win. So maybe he doesn't, he, you know, other people would say, I don't want to go to Atlanta, no QB, but he may say, Hey, I, I've won with, you know, I can win with a, a lesser player. So that makes sense to me. Arthur blank obviously has a, a massive checkbook here to spend. He wants this team uh, to take the next step here. And maybe he's a little, little butthurt over that 28 to three. So maybe Oof. he's trying to get a little revenge. So uh, I think it could make sense. We'll see if any other teams jump in and throw their hat in the ring. Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, or someone else in Foxborough. Well, I tell you what, I'm all just being in Boston. It sounds like it's Gerard Mayo. I mean, I would prefer uh, Mike Rabel just because of the experience factor. Gerard Mayo, to me, uh, really hasn't had a ton of experience. Maybe you have, you know, uh, Mike Rabel as the coach. Mayo is your official defensive coordinator. That could make some sense here. You're hearing about Josh McDaniels, but maybe he follows Belichick to Atlanta. Arthur Smith, you know, connection with Vrabel. So my vote would be Vrabel, the experience factor. But it sounds like Robert Kraft really likes Gerard Mayo. And what you're hearing is he's the leader right now. Well, usually Josh listens to jam bands. Today, it's going to be a lot of emo music. Thinking yep. about the time with Billy B, but at least he's a ray of sunshine. I mean, that was a pep talk he gave on the way out. Good luck, Atlanta. Now to the games. Wild card weekend, Josh. It looks like the dogs are getting bet. The numbers are kind of coming back. I'm just going to, we're going to throw the games at you and let's just get your thoughts. Okay. Cleveland's at Houston. This number was two and a half yesterday. Cleveland Lane, it's now two. Yeah, I like Houston here, Patrick. You would have loved to have gotten the plus three. It was plus three yesterday, two and a half down to two. This is one of the biggest line moves of the day. A lot of buyback here on the Houston Texans. They're also the top contrarian play this weekend. They're only getting 30% of bets. I know there's a lot of angles out uh, on Twitter about Joe Flacco and how great he is in the playoffs. That was a, a lifetime ago. So I don't know how much that applies at this point. Wild card dogs, Patrick, 20 and 10 against the spread, 67% since 2017. And if you are a wild card dog playing a team who missed the playoffs the previous year, this would match with Houston. Those teams are 12 and one against the spread uh, since 2017. So maybe you tease them up. I thought two and a half to eight and a half was a great move. Uh, you could still tease them up two to eight, but I'm definitely going to be on Houston here, either in a teaser or just taking the points. You and them all. And I don't know where Dustin is, but I'm going to tell you something right now, boys. <laughs> I'm all over the Browns. Get the hell out of here, Applebaum. <laughs> Miami's at Kansas City. Shut the peacock. I can't wait. I love peacock. And Kansas City's laying four and a half, 43 and a half. It's going to be cold, like literally minus 17 degrees. Yeah, this is the only favorite I like, Patrick. I mean, it's kind of chalky, but it's actually not that popular. If you look at the bet splits, only 55% bets, but 75% of the money is on Kansas City. They open as low as minus three, three and a half. They've been steamed up all the way to minus four and a half. And the weather is a huge factor here. I got a stat for you. You may have seen it uh, from our buddy John Ewing, but when the Miami Dolphins play when the temperature is less than 40 degrees since 2017, they're 0-9 straight up. And they're two and seven against the spread. So if you have a wow. warm weather Miami team going to absolutely frigid, uh, you know, Arrowhead Stadium here, I think that is a big advantage to Kansas City, who's used to it. A big disadvantage for Miami. Uh, money line play, it's a little high. It's like minus two twenty. Uh, but I'm looking toward a money line play or lay the points with uh, Kansas City. Ten is a key number. 
DraftKings was sitting Buffalo Lane 10 yesterday. DraftKings is now nine and a half. Most shops were nine and a half, but now I'm seeing tens pop back up. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, nine and a half, Josh. Yeah, great point by you, Patrick. This was hanging 10 pretty much all week. We are starting to see it fall down to nine and a half. Uh, that would, you know, kind of um, connect with a lot of these dog systems, wildcard dogs and everything that we've been talking about. But one thing that trips me up a little bit is if you look at since over the last 20 years, when you are a wildcard home favorite laying a big spread of nine or more, those home teams are nine and one against the spread. So the big spreads are actually big for a reason. And you have seen these these teams cover these numbers. Now, I'll lean a little bit with Pittsburgh. I'm worried they're a bit of a trendy dog. They're getting close to 60 percent bets. I have that system on Buffalo. So what I'm going to do. I want nothing to do with that spread. Give me the under, Patrick. Another weather game here in Buffalo. It's going to be uh, very cold, only 20 degrees, but the wind, 20 to 30 miles per hour, gusts up to 40 miles per hour. You know what that means, windy under system match. Now, the total open as high as like 42. It's down to 35 and a half. You might be able to find a 36, 36 and a half out there, uh, but that was my play under 36 and a half. In the postseason, since 2018, the under is 36 and 25, 59%. In the postseason, when the wind blows 10 miles per hour or more, the under is 10 and 4, 71%. So uh, you can make a case for both sides, but I'm going under here, Patrick. Really windy game. Let's have a low scoring game. The biggest shocker for me, and I mean this earnestly, I thought Dallas was just going to continue to climb. Shocked. Seven to seven and a half is a big move, Josh. And that's exactly what happened. We went seven and a half down to seven. Dallas Lane at Green Bay. You're exactly right, Patrick. Anytime you move just any kind of game in a playoff game, there's so much money on the line. These lines are so sharp because the odds makers have so much data to go off of from the entire season. So even just a half point of, of movement is huge, especially around a hook or a key number. But I'm going Green Bay here, Patrick. You maybe can find a book still hanging a seven and a half. You could buy it up seven, up to seven and a half. It's, if it's really juiced uh, in favor of Dallas, you know, minus seven, minus 120, and you have the Packers like plus seven at even money you can take them up and get the hook. I think the hook could be critical here, but even so, if you can only play the seven, I'm going to take green Bay public's on Dallas, nearly 60% of bets. Uh, but the line is falling back toward the Packers. Dak Prescott only one in five against the spread in, the, in his postseason career and a dog who missed the playoffs the previous year. They are 67% against the spread since 2017. So I'll take the points with green Bay. You fellas hear that noise. That is that's shivering from John Goulet, our boss, as he <laughs> changes his daughter's diaper, worried about Sunday at 430 Eastern because his Cowboys, they may lose outright, and that's not going to be good. The Rams are at Detroit. Oh, Detroit's laying three. Here comes Matt Stafford, Josh Applebaum. I'm going to go with the points here. Give me the Rams, Patrick. This is another one that's moved today, which is really important because we were pretty much Lions minus three for much of the week or sorry, minus three and a half. A lot of those three and a halfs are now down to three. You might be able to still find the hook. Obviously, that could be crucial here. Three is the most common key number. Again, you can maybe find it or again, I don't like buying points, but only if it's juiced down and you can bet it up. Like, for example, I, I found a book that was plus three and a half minus 120 uh, for the Rams. So I'm going to take the Rams and the points here. They're getting 60 percent of bets, but 77 percent of the money. They would match a playoff dog with a line move in their favor. 65 percent since 2017. Laporta could be out here for Detroit. He's a very important part of their offense. And I'm going to put a lot of stock into the experience factor, Patrick. I'm a big fan of your Lions, but this is their first Oof. time in the playoffs in forever. Uh, you look on the other side here with uh, McVeigh. He's won a Super Bowl. Stafford has won a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to take the points here. Make sure you can do your best to get that hook. Plus three and a half with the Rams. Finally, Josh, Monday night, Philly. Woof. 
Lane three at Tampa. <laughs> Give me Tampa plus three, Patrick. Yeah, I'm taking the points hey. here with the Bucks. Uh, this game open actually Eagles minus two and a half. It got up to three. It, it's sitting at three right now, but pay attention to the juice. All of these plus threes for the Pat for the uh, Buccaneers are juiced up plus three minus one fifteen minus one twenty. So I'm thinking we get back down to two and a half. So I grabbed today the the plus three with the Tampa Bay Bucks, thinking it might fall. Now if it does fall to two and a half, I think it'd be a great teaser to pair with ideally Houston two up to eight uh, plus eight. But if you'll get the public, they will not quit the Eagles. 65% on the Eagles, yet it's falling back toward the Bucs. And big big advantage here, Patrick, defensively. Tampa Bay is only giving up 19 points per game, seventh in the NFL. Matt Patricia calling plays for the Eagles. They've been a dumpster fire. 25 points per game allowed, 30th in the NFL. Little boys to men tonight. Maybe throw it in the CD player. End of the road. You and Elise slow dancing, thinking about Billy B. I think so, Patrick. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a little bit excited. You know what I'm going to do? Congrats to the state of Vermont. My alma mater, UVM, legalized betting today, the 37th state in the country to go legal. Congrats to Vermont. Patrick, take me back to Burlington. Applebomb came with props on a yeah, Thursday? <laughs> You're the GOAT. The GOAT. Go Cats, Market go. Insights Morning Bets Podcast. Josh Applebaum. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The VEASAN Daily today was awesome. Odds on where Harbaugh is going to land. Belichick's landing spot odds. Wildcard weekend previews with Burke and Cohen. It's all there. It's all free. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Bill AD. You see him. Cary Grant, a.k.a. James Bond. Look at the look. Expert picks, betting strategies, latest podcast. We just mentioned Josh. Sign up for the VEASAN Daily. Become part of the team. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Okay, boys. I'm all Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. As we welcome you back, we've got a bunch of sound uh, because we've got guests on guests coming up, including we're going to be joined by Ryan Reynolds, 33rd team, associate director of fantasy and betting. So some angles on wildcard weekend. Brennan White, straight from the trading room floor there, U.S. team lead for DraftKings. Uh, and Leger Duzabe. Did I say it right? Dustin, Dude, I always mess that name it's up. It's a tough doozable. 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 He was okay. awesome last time we had him on. He, he, he was. Is there anything, before we get to the sound, I, I've been talking so much, Amal and Dustin, is there anything about Wild Card Weekend that you've just been sitting on? Because I do have a take. I, I just want to give you guys an opportunity to jump in here. Is there anything of the six games that just stands out that you've been thinking about? Again, it could be random, anything. Well, you know, Josh mentioned Miami and 0-9 in their last nine games and 40 degrees or below. They're actually uh, go even further back. They're 0-11 in the last stat I saw under 40 degrees. And to me, um, I would say weather is going to be a crucial factor. If you're going to bet some of these totals, get on them now, right? Buffalo, for example, 35 and a half. I have a feeling by the time we get to kickoff, that number will be below that one. If you look at this Miami-Kansas City game, it's 43 and a half, guys. That seems like a bit of a high total to me when you look at this Chiefs team offensively averaging 21.8 points per game. Hasn't been great, Patrick. We talked about this year, nine games where they've scored 21 points or less throughout the course of the season. I don't think Kansas City's offense flourishes with the weather and the situation. I think their defense is what slows down Miami this weekend. Well put. Big guy, anything random? Yeah, I got something that, you know, we didn't highlight during the season. It was my bad. I forgot this market exists on DraftKings, but they have it up for the wild card round, and I think it's a fascinating thing to look at, and that's who will have these three categories, the most passing yards, most receiving yards, most rushing yards in the wild card round of the playoffs. So looking at this graphic we have up here for everyone watching, Joe Flacco and Dak are your shortest shots on the board. But I think the, these markets offer some fun, interesting ways to get in on some sort of player prop related things, but also at the same time offer some value. Like when you look down the board with some of these teams and, and like the weather playing a role in these games, I am I need to find a place in Vegas that offers these markets. Well, I, I know uh, some of the places you can find them as you get closer to kickoff, but I'll tell you one thing. To your point on most passing yards, guys, the Lions-Rams game has the highest point total yes. of the weekend. Have to correlate it. Yeah, and wouldn't you look at potentially Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff, not taking away from the fact that Dak could be the yardage leader over the weekend, but if Dallas is as dominant as many people think they might, then you would see some potential opportunity to run the ball later in the game. But that Detroit game, I don't see a singular team running away and hiding. I don't know how you guys feel about that particular matchup. Well, I, well I, I'm, that's the perfect segue, Amal, and I appreciate you for that. I'd be shocked if either the Rams or the Lions defense get a stop. Okay, <laughs> let me be very clear. Aiden Hutchinson, going into the last two weeks, had five sacks on the year. They have no pass rush. They have one corner in Sutton that's worth anything, and they're taking on, last time I checked, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. You can't cover two with one cornerback. The Lions are going to score at will against 
against the Rams, and the Rams are going to do the exact same against Lions. Nobody's getting stops in this game. That 51 and a half is in trouble right now. I don't care if it's a playoff game. And another thing, we talk about revenge angles all the time. These are human beings. This is a real angle. You talk about somebody like Tyreek Hill playing his old team in Kansas City. Dustin, Amal, let me ask you a question. Why am I seeing on social media people talking about Jared Goff is involved in a revenge game? May I ask? May I ask you, big guy? May I ask you, Amal Shaw? How is Jared Goff involved in a revenge game? Yes, I know Sean McVay said you took us to the Super Bowl. You ain't good enough. Jared Goff spent a cute, tidy five years with the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford, who's 35 years old, Dustin, spent 12 seasons taking criticism and flack for ineptitude of a franchise, living in Detroit 12 straight years. Do you know who Bobby Lane is? You should. I know he played in the 50s, but he's one of the great college quarterbacks of all time and one of the great pro quarterbacks of all time. Bobby Lane, outside of Barry Sanders, along with Matthew Stafford, are the three best players in the history of that franchise. Bobby Lane had 15,000 passing yards as a Detroit Lion. That's second most in franchise history. First, Matthew Stafford with 45,000. I repeat, revenge game for Goff. Matthew Stafford has 45,000 passing yards to Bobby Lane's 15. Matthew Stafford had 282 passing touchdowns to Bobby Lane's 118. And Lane is number two for the Detroit Lions all time. And Matthew Stafford had 74 wins as the Detroit Lion quarterback. And number two all time was Bobby Lane at 53. I encourage you to listen to me. I implore you to understand that Matthew Stafford is one of the most chill, reserved human beings of all time. Matthew Stafford put out the most just absolutely gut-wrenching, tear-jerking video when he left Detroit. It mattered to him. And you know what people said on the way out? Double bird. I can't do it or I'll get fired. That's what they said to Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford said, okay, I apologize. You didn't like the 12 years I gave you when I played through every single injury possible and then went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl eight months later. The revenge that Stafford has on his mind headed to Ford Field, which he built, by the way. He took this franchise to three playoff appearances in 12, 15, and 17. Before he got there, they hadn't been to the postseason since 1999. Jared Goff is a nice little game manager. Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer. There's only one person looking for revenge this weekend, and it's Matthew Stafford. Ladies and gentlemen, take the three. Great. <laughs> and by the way, first of all, I, I know I'm being dramatic. I know no, no, I'm being dramatic. I thought you hit a lot of great 51 points. Fifty-one and a half. Over fifty-one and a half. I, I thought you hit a lot of great points from a Rams perspective, and I love what you talked about. Who's going to slow down Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup in a controlled weather environment in a dome? Look, Detroit's been good offensively this year, but the Rams with those two guys healthy, this is going to be a challenge. This should be a fun matchup. You know, I know Matthew Stafford just means more to the Lions than Jared Goff ever meant to the Rams. Patrick is 47 years old. I'm going to do your age. 47 years old. The Close. 45. 45. But it's cool. Whatever. Hey, you look 47. Um, Thank you. This is their first home playoff game in 30 years. This is, uh, they haven't won a playoff game. Wait, just say that again because it's actually laugh out 30 loud years. funny. 30 years since their last home playoff game. Uh, haven't had a playoff win, one, one playoff win since 1957. And Patrick just decided to defend 
not the Detroit Lions, the team that he loves and he wants to win, and instead is mm. still defending and backing Matthew Stafford going up against the Lions. I think that paints the perfect picture. However, Jared Goff met with the media yesterday, and he was asked, is there anything extra playing your former team? No, I, yeah, I think, no. I mean, obviously there's a personal connection there, and um, they're not just for me, but for a lot of our players and, and some of theirs as well. But um, no, I think, you know, I so badly want to win a game for this city and win a playoff game for the city that hasn't had one in so long. We had a home playoff game for the first time in so long, and um, that's so much more important than um, – Anything personally for me, I don't want to be a part of this win and uh, do my job. That guy's okay, right. Now the theatrics. You know, hold on. Theatrics quickly. The one thing that will stay off the Kyron Williams props. The Lions aren't good. They're great against the run. And that leads big guy and them all to what I'm saying here. They won't be able to stop this Rams passing attack. Sean McVay has been in the lab and equally Jared Goff's done a hell of a job this year. And Ben Johnson is going to get whatever job he wants for good reason. This game is going to be freaking lit like a menorah. I, I think this is going to be that's the eight best. candles plus the middle one. I think it's called the Shamash. I, I, th I think this is the best playoff game of the first round. Um, to me, when you look at it, you mentioned it. The passing attack for this Rams team with the time is it's going to be a real challenge for this Lions defense. Patrick, quick question for you. What is the reaction going to be in Detroit based on winning a division if they lose to Matthew Stafford? It is going. It, I'm, Glad you asked me that. My texted my friend, "What's the vibe like?" And he said, "Thunderdome." <laughs> he texted me back, "Thunderdome." Like Matthew Stafford is walking into. Look, there's not a lot happening on January 11th in the great state of Michigan, except drinking. They've already started, and this game is not till Sunday night. <laughs> Ford Field is going to be dangerous. This is not SoFi. Matthew Stafford, it's good that he's a flatliner because it is going to be the Thunderdome. That's it. But and low key, you know, your friends who have hated on Matthew Stafford, they can't wait to prove he's quote unquote of course. overrated. They want to be proven correct and they want the Lions to prove them correct because we all stand on pride. But as we pointed out, all the Lions have done your entire 47 years on this planet. I added the two years still have they've all they've done is let you down. So be ready for it. That's factual. Also factual, little of a coaching edge to McVay, <laughs> to be fair. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, VSIN, the sports betting network. Hope you're doing well as we are just, I guess, 48 hours away from wildcard weekend, super wildcard weekend. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Ryan Reynolds is going to join us. 33rd team associate director of fantasy and betting. You can find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Reynolds NFL. So here's um, all. Let's ping pong it back and forth with the six games because Ryan, whether hi, Ryan, and welcome to the show, whether you have a lean on the side total or got a prop to throw in there feel free when we'll start obviously in order here cleveland is at houston ryan of course cleveland's lane two and a total of 44 and a half yeah so far uh, i'm leaning towards the texans side. Uh, you know it's a question of better quarterback kind of equal coaching staff my thing is 
Joe Flacco has been on a great run for 300-yard passing games. Can't say enough about him. Save the Cleveland Browns season. But, you know, turnovers are very much on the table here. I think Houston forces a couple wins in a narrow one. Ryan, the second game on Saturday between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Chiefs are now up to four and a half, total of 43 and a half. Extremely cold temperatures in Kansas City. Yeah, I think that's bad for both passing offenses. Obviously, I, I lived in Minneapolis for five years. Uh, they played an outdoor playoff game against the Seahawks. I remember I walked outside that morning, breathed in, texted all my buddies to take the under. You know, freezing footballs negatively impact the kicking game big time, negatively impact the passing game. I would have had the line at four, so I don't have a huge lean on the spread, but that's an under pass for me. Yeah, under the total right now, I agree. It's a little elevated, 43 and a half. You can find 44 and a halfs out there. Ryan Reynolds, 33rd team joining us. We're running the wild card board. Pittsburgh's at Buffalo. I'm going to give you the DraftKings number because it's it's surprising to me, Ryan. A Buffalo down from 10 to nine and a half, laying it and 35 and a half on the total. Yeah, if this was a clean game, no weather, I'd, I'd like Buffalo in this spot. But, you know, we're talking about 25-mile-an-hour-plus sustained winds. A few years ago, the Patriots and Bills played a game in Buffalo under similar conditions. And that game, New England only threw three passes. Uh, I think this benefits Pittsburgh, actually. I think they're more likely to run the ball. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to bet Mason Rudolph's under-passing attempts. It was 26-and-a-half an hour ago. I could see it being less. The yardage totals crazy low. It's like 150, but we have the win. If this game's closer, Pittsburgh's going to be able to run the ball more. And the thing that I like the most about it, guys, is that if Mason Rudolph struggles, Kenny Pickett could see some relief duty in this contest. Oof. Sunday, 4.30 Eastern, Dallas hosting the Green Bay Packers. This line has gone from 7.5 now down to 7, total of 50.5. Before you get into the breakdown of the game, are you a little bit surprised by the move considering the success Dallas has at home this year? Um, maybe maybe slightly. I know uh, for me, like I think I have some interest at Green Bay with the hook. I don't really like either side at 7, and, and here's why, guys. The Packers, you know, the, when Dallas has struggled this year, the Cardinals and the Bills, physicality ran the ball down their throat. Green Bay has the raw materials to potentially do that. And if their defense can play, their defense is a lot of talent, volatile unit, but if they can play to their potential, you know, the Cowboys' offense has been very one-dimensional lately. That The Dak Prescott show, CeeDee Lamb show. So I think in a best-case scenario, Green Bay can cover that number. I saw the notes, Ryan Reynolds, 33rd team joining us running the wild card board. I saw the notes and I know you're high on the Rams. Okay. Just overall. So my assumption is you like them catching three at Detroit, a total of 51 and a half. Yeah. I liked it a little bit better at three and a half guys, but you know, I'll also say this, like everyone seems to like the Rams, which is dampening my enthusiasm some, but you know, overall Rams have a better coaching staff, better quarterback, I think the talent disparity between these two, two teams isn't huge. The Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago, so their roster has the pedigree in these spots. The, Lions, the Lions, you know, they don't really make the playoffs very often. So I do still lean towards the Rams side, but, you know, Detroit is the raw materials to win this game by more than three points. Ryan, Philadelphia on the road in Tampa, taking on the Buccaneers. Number fluctuating between uh, two and a half and three and a half, sitting at three right now, 43 and a half the total. Uh, Baker Mayfield did not practice today, banged up with ribs and an ankle. Uh, any concerns for you, depending on which side you come out on? 
Yeah, I mean, there is some concerns there for me because I view this as a sneaky over because, you know, both teams have solid offensive lines that can mitigate the other team's pass rush, and you can light both of them up through the air. That, that's that's the kind of shootout potential I'm looking for. Plus, it's a Florida game, so crazy weather is probably not going to be a factor. That said, if Mayfield doesn't play, I don't see how Tampa Bay really does a whole lot offensively. On the Eagles side, you know, again, volatility. They've been free-falling, lost five of their last six. But they do have the raw materials to, to blow up anyone. You know, they went to the Super Bowl last year. So not really like this is a game where I'll, I'll consider some alt lines, maybe like Jalen Hurts over passing yards once we get closer to kickoff. Ryan, you got an article up at the 33rd team about Wild Card Weekend, but also you do have a Super Bowl prediction as far as a matchup. You want to give that one to us? Yeah, I can talk about that. You know, I think from the NFC, I think the 49ers have a pretty clear path. You know, they Brock Purdy's an MVP candidate. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. I'm not sure I've ever seen a team with four quality skill players like that. Trent Williams anchored offensive line. Kyle Shanahan's one of the best coaches. Top five defense, most dynamic pass rush in the league. No one can say all that. Plus, gentlemen, they've gone to the NFC Championship in three of the last four years. So I think they're getting there. And I'm going to lean Buffalo over Baltimore just because one guy's, you know, I, before Buffalo went on their five-game winning streak, I was a bull on Buffalo. I like to put my money where my mouth is. Baltimore's going to be a very, very tough out, but I'll take the Bills. They've been here. They've been here many times. I think they can clip Baltimore potentially. Ryan, you mentioned you like the Rams as a long shot, so I'm assuming that's probably your favorite underdog play of the wild card weekend. Is there another team people could potentially look to as an upset special on this weekend? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't. I think Miami would be a natural choice, but I don't like the position they're in with their injuries. Um, I do think Tampa has a shot too, just because Philly's been playing so live. But I'm actually going to say something. I'm going to go with the Texans. I think the Texans have the other, the Texans and the Rams. I think are the two underdogs that I think have the best shot to win outright. Beautiful. Well done, Ryan. Ryan Reynolds, the 33rd team associate director of fantasy and betting. Find Ryan at Ryan Reynolds NFL on Twitter. Enjoy the football this weekend and good luck, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. You know what we should do, boys? Dustin, remember the article you sent over from DraftKings with a ton of exotic bets for wildcard weekend? We can get into those, like the leaders, individual leaders, as far as passing yards, receiving yards, rushing yards, and more. We can start to talk about that. I, I did want to, before we get to that, I did want just to bring up, and I can't, and I'm all, I want to be where you are on Houston. I think everybody loves the Houston story with CJ Stroud. There's no reason not to, but I, I don't know how you don't take the Browns in this matchup just because I, I think to win this game, the Texans have to drop CJ Stroud back like 40 times. They're not going to be able to run the football against the Browns. And that's a tremendous uh, passing secondary as well. The, What's interesting about Stroud and why I would give the Texans a shot, and of course the number's two and the total's 44 and a half, so the bookmakers are saying the same thing. It's not a coin toss, but you know it's an even matchup. What's fascinating about C.J. Stroud, and Amal, you can speak on it better than anybody as an Ohio State guy, like the one thing that people talked about with Stroud coming out of college was that he didn't do well under pressure. Then in one game in his college career against Georgia, he played well under pressure. And then since he's been in the NFL, which makes no sense to the rational brain, he's been awesome under pressure. Like, I don't know how this has happened, 
because generally the pressure in the NFL is going to be a little bit more extreme and you're going to, but he hasn't folded. So that's why I would give him a shot. I just think the Browns are a more well-rounded team and by far the best unit on the field uh, on Saturday is going to be that Browns defense. But can you speak on that a little bit, how miraculous it is that he had trouble under pressure in college and now it's just, that doesn't affect him anymore. Well, I would say this, and it's a great question by you. I don't think he failed under pressure as much as people think he did. When you look at what he did in the Rose Bowl against Utah, he was outstanding with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Against Georgia, he played really one of the great games all time by a quarterback that I've seen against an elite defense in a pressure spot. Against Michigan, the first year in Ann Arbor, he did not play a poor game. It was the defense. It was the game in Columbus where he had two interceptions, and he also had a missed opportunity to cage to over on a fourth down and one early in that game. It was a long throw. I mean, when I say long, I'm sorry. He was long on the throw. I think he's done a great job with the pressure. From my perspective, Patrick, there are two factors for me as to why I like the Texans in this game. The Browns have been very good in terms of giving up points against teams, but particularly at home. They haven't been as good on the road. That's a concern I have. The second thing is when you look at Joe Flacco, and I'm not taking anything away from the 38-year-old and the success he's had, and not just in this season, but in his career. They've beaten Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston and the Jets during that four-game stretch. I'm not worried about the Bengals game. The Rams game was much closer than the final score. So while we all got excited by what Flacco did, I think even though the Bears have a good defense, the Texans did it, it was without C.J. Stroud in that game. The Jets offense has been anemic. Even though they have a good defense, I still feel like it puts a lot of pressure on that side of the ball for New York. For me, the reservation with Cleveland is... He hasn't done it against quality competition. I think the Texans are better than all those teams I mentioned. That's why I like the Texans in this spot. To add credence to your Browns home away splits, I believe I had this in my notes. The Browns on the road, 8-0 to the over this year. (laughs) What? With that defense, we're back. Sharp money. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings, hey, Vermont. That's the new state, correct? Yeah, Vermont became the 37th state to legalize sports betting, and we launched DraftKings. Sign up. $5 gets you $200 in bonus bets instantly when you use the promo code VEGAS for new customers. And remember, every customer every day at DraftKings gets a no-sweat same-game parlay. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher, so I want to corroborate. So, fellas, just a thought. Now, this is just a thought. Not a thought. We know how great Cleveland's defense is. 44 and a half on the total, Cleveland at Houston. Cleveland, the one team to go 8 0 to the over on the road this year. 8 0 to the over. So, all road games for Cleveland this year over, including boys at Houston on Christmas Eve. That was a 36 22 win for the Browns at the Texans. What, what, Obviously, it's playoff football. It's different. But do you, either of you have a lean on that total? I do not. I'm not going to mess around with it. Uh, look, I'm strong on the Texans here. I know you're opposite. I don't know where Dustin comes. I think Dustin's on the Texans as well here. I know I was until we had Aaron Wilson on the show on Tuesday. Yeah. He covers, the, covers Texans. the Texans on the beat, and he finished it with lay the points with the Browns. There's going to be secondary issues for Houston and wide receiver issues if they have to keep up. I'll just say this. In reference to people that have covered teams like myself, you always prayed whoever you were covering. The season ended immediately. I'm just telling you, that's just the facts. Uh, I, I would here. Here's my concern about backing Houston. Why I haven't done it yet. And to your point about the total, I would lean under, not over. Just because I, I, what we saw from the Texans on the road against Indy last week. I didn't think the offense looked super crisp, and that's a bad Colts defense. And I know, I know the numbers with, with Cleveland on the road, the defense is, is a lot different, but the talent is significantly better than what the Colts were throwing out there. And I, outside of that big bomb to start things off for Stroud, I didn't think the passing game looked all that in sync. I'll tell you, the only thing that concerns me about back in Cleveland, and I will be back in Cleveland, and I do like the over. It's, the one person that everybody's jocking. Joe Flacco with the pass attempts going up comes the probability of Joe Flacco botching it. And by the way, he's throwing a pick essentially in every game. Yeah. Like he's thrown them up and there's been others up for grabs that he's just gotten luck. Like, I do think this is a run of luck for Flacco in a, in a, what's fascinating to me, why Stefanski will and should win coach of the year. I think you guys would agree. Like first off, he started five quarterbacks, Jeff Driscoll in week 18, but to go from essentially his own his own run team and running the football more than anybody and then all of a sudden turning around and throwing the ball 40 times a game with Flacco under center like that is that's quite a philosophical makeover by Stefanski on the fly i just think it could potentially catch up with cleveland I don't think you make a bad argument there. The concern that I have for Cleveland has been Flacco. You, to your point, I know he's played extremely well. I mean, this is a guy who's had three out of his four, excuse me, four out of his five games. He's thrown over 300 yards. He's been prolific. But at the same time, you know, the speed of the game, everything's going to change a little bit. But does that impact Stroud as well? 
I, I don't know why with this guy, I have a confidence in him, even though he's a rookie making his first postseason start. And on the other side, you've got a guy with a ring. Um, it, it just feels like Houston. You know, we talk about the Lions and how they feel. I know the Texans haven't had the void for as long as Detroit has had. But guys, there is an energy from people in Houston right now and the excitement that hasn't been there for a long time now. Big guy, I'm surprised you're not a big Houston guy. Great strip clubs, from what I hear. Uh, that's what I, I I think if I live there, while I don't have a jersey number, my number would be hanging next to James Harden's from the rafters of that strip club. <laughs> uh, look, I... I really I went into this week thinking, of course I'm gonna take when it was three. I'm gonna take three with Houston. Why, why wouldn't I take two and a half, three with Houston at home against Cleveland? I think they're a better all-around team. But there is a pucker factor that we have to acknowledge. First time head coach, rookie quarterback in the playoffs. I do believe that matters. And I think there's an element of YOLO with the Browns and Kevin Stefanski. I think there's definitely a vibe of no one thought we'd be here. Look what we've been through. I think resting everyone when everyone was banged up last week was massive for them coming into this game. I am a little concerned because also when the vibe feels like it's so obvious, I have to back Houston means Cleveland's going to win in advance. Quick question for you guys. Playoff weekend seems like one of the best spots for teasers. You get the Texans plus eight. Um, I don't know which other side you guys like, but to me, the Rams plus nine would seem ideal on a two-team teaser. Say that one more time with the two. Uh, Ram, excuse me, Texans plus eight at home, and the Rams on the road plus nine uh, on, on the road against Detroit in a two-team teaser, six-point teaser. I, I, the Rams as one leg, absolutely. The only other one I'd go to as a dog is I, I feel pretty comfortable with taking Tampa up to nine. Oh, that's not a bad play. Or do you have a team you would take down? Dallas down I, to I one? Would yeah, I would take Dallas, Dallas down, down to one. one. I would take Dallas I, down 1,000 times out of 1,000. Yeah. I, I have a tendency just to go up on teasers. That's why I prefaced it that way. But I think Dallas, I know we're talking about this game real quick, but I want to ask you guys your thoughts. Is it just for you guys a landslide on the Cowboys here against Green Bay? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm a buyer on the Jordan Love train right now. This guy has been far better than I thought he was. He's really turned it around since that Thanksgiving game. Big guy. My man Jordan Love's about to see some ghosts <laughs> against the Cowboys defense in Jerry's world. It's cute. It's been nice. Y'all are jumping on this bandwagon. Jordan Love is a savior in this franchise quarterback. Donk. Look who they played down the stretch. Look who they played. Come on, guys. The Detroit Lions. He had his coming out party. All right. That was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games ago. Everyone's hyping up beating Chicago. Cool. You beat Minnesota. Awesome. You won at Carolina. It's a rite of passage in the NFL right now. Hey. You, you, you get to take on the Panthers. You walk away with a win. It's like getting a car going to Oprah. You go to Charlotte, <laughs> you get a win. I'm not buying the Jordan Love thing. He's fine. He's middle of the road quarterback for me. He's about quarterback 14, 15, more likely 17. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being nice by saying 14, 15. He's right in the middle of NFL quarterbacks right now. I, no, 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 Dustin. No, 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 no. He's not right he's in the middle. Fine. He's fine. No, he's fine. He's not he, special. No, like I, I hate to do this, but I have to bring facts. 
Did you know that Jordan Love over his last seven games has 18 touchdowns and one pick? Yep. Did you know that he just became the 10th quarterback all time to throw for 30 touchdown passes in his first full season as a starter? He's like, did you know he started all 17 games? Did you know that the Packers broke records for the most receptions, the most yards, TD catches by first and second year players? Did you know that over the last seven games, Jordan Love led the league? Not the NFC, the whole entire league, an EPA per drop back over that stretch. Did you know that Jordan Love finished with a touchdown to pick ratio of 32 to 11 to pretend like he's the 15th best right now? That is just erroneous. I just want to add to Patrick's points and excellent points. Dak threw 36 touchdowns. He just mentioned JL threw 32. Nine INTs for Prescott, 11 INTs for Jordan Love. And the run over the last, would you say, Patrick, seven or eight games? 18 Seven to games. One. Seven games. 18 to one. We're going to find just, out. The I'm Packers. No, dude, you. No, no, no. You, you're right. We can find out. And I do have the Packers beating. I do have the Cowboys beating the Packers handily. But. To just continue to stand on pride with love is a little odd. They just became the youngest team in 45 years to make the postseason, and he's the quarterback. Maybe it's pride and prejudice for me with love. I don't know. Uh, I I don't, dude, I think he's fine. He glossed them all. Fine. He glossed over all those stats I just gave, and they're oh, mind-blowing. Oh, your one stat was first year as a starter. He's 25. He's the same age as no, two. It's his first time starting. That's fine. It, dude, it's, it's like it's being still, a super it's, it's, it's senior. Seven, you're supposed to be better than everyone else. No, that, you're, you're not impressed with what he's done with first and second year players? I think he's fine. He's a good quarterback. He's he's a middle-of-the-road. He you, will you, never you, win no, a no, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm back oh. to producing. Back to producing. <laughs> this is why I can't let him on the air. He'll He's just saying was saying words. No, Patrick, you bring up a lot of excellent points. And I thought the point that you made was key here was, look, Dallas is probably going to win this game at the end of the day. And they might dominate and cover the number. But to me, to sit there and just brush Jordan Love under the rug at this point in time would just be completely erroneous. That I, Dallas defense is different than the Minnesota defense. That's different than the Giants Are they defense. better than the Chiefs defense? Dude, that was weeks ago. I know it's just a question. Yeah, we're talking about weeks he's ago. Become the a last seven where he's been the best quarterback in football. He's not. I can list off 14 quarterbacks I'd take over him right now. You're drunk. Dak, Go. Josh Allen, Mahomes, Stroud, Purdy, Stafford, <laughs> Hurts, Lamar, Herbert, Cousins, Oof. Aaron Rodgers, Burrow. Where are we at? I stopped counting. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Tua. Did I say Tua? Tua. Tua. You didn't say Kyler Murray, did you? I said Kyler Murray. I'd rather have I, Kyler Murray. You didn't no, say I Tua, did you? Of course I'd rather have Tua. Shots. Get some shots. Up to the set. <laughs> shots. Alcohol. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. 
Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.